Hi, it's Hugh Thompson, and I'm on School of Hollywood. Hey, Hugh, I'm glad to have you here today on School of Hollywood. Uh, you're on a brand new hit series on Amazon Prime, uh, Reacher, <laughs> based off the movie that Tom Cruise starred in it. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me about your character, Officer Baker. Um, Officer Baker, he is a, he's an officer in a small town uh, called Margrave in Georgia, and um, he, uh, I guess, would have a, a little bit of a different worldview than I do, but uh, in his world, um, he's, uh, he's happy with the way things are going along, and Jack Reacher comes to town and wants to actually uh, change some stuff in his life, so uh, we get at it pretty early. We don't, uh, we don't see eye to eye, shall we say. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. <laughs> and that is on Amazon Prime and people can can start yeah. watching it. Um, yeah. So we don't see eye to eye because uh, Alan's half a foot taller than everyone else in the world. So that's why it's not eye to eye. Um, how close is it to the movie, would you say? Um, this is actually based on the first novel. So what they've done is they've gone away totally from what the movies, uh, the movies were. Um, and... and uh, it's based on on the on Killing Floor. So uh, what they did was actually take the first novel and just uh, put it into um, uh, what 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 will be now a, a series of um, uh, you know a, a limited run series. So this was an eight episode sort of fleshing out of the first uh, or, or right now, not a fleshing out but a retelling of the first novel. And I guess they're going to go in sequence and and, and go through the go through the the oeuvre as they say there's 26 of them i think so they've got some uh they've got some material to do but it's not an adaptation of the movie so much as it is uh, uh it's a it's a re uh it's a reboot kind of and and actually going back to the roots of of the of the series of books great um you've started on your career working as a cop as well and you're doing that now and you've you're on the rookie and several other shows being a cop um, mm -hmm. But you you got your big break being a cop, uh, working with Al Pacino in Sea of Love. What was it like working with Al? Uh, it was fantastic. He's just such a uh, well. When you're you're a young actor and you look look up to people, and then you meet them, and they uh, he he was just a regular guy. Uh, I think at that time. I remember having a conversation with him about Michael Spinks and Mike Tyson were just about to, to have a boxing match at that time. And I remember just sitting there, you know, sitting around at lunch, talking to Al. And uh, of course he had a lot of the things on his mind at the time, but it was great. He took, he took the time and, and he really, um, uh, did, then just to watch, we did a little scene. Uh, I did a little scene with, with him um, and to come in and do, I think we did, he had to come in and do like 23 takes of uh, basically removing a cigarette that I had as a young cop erroneously placed in an ashtray, removing it from the ashtray and picking it up and throwing it into a, uh, a fireplace. And, and there was a space in the screen about this wide. And he did it like 23 times, just like uh, it was like Mike, Michael Jordan. He'd come in, do the thing, and just like pew, bang, 23, bang, 24. <laughs> it was amazing. That's just his physical... His control of his physical body mm -hmm. was, was remarkable. And of course, the guy is—he's a crazy actor. And, and uh, but uh, what I remember from 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 uh, that time is just watching a, a, a just a good human being. He was—he was really generous, really uh, on top of it, obviously. And uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to—I wouldn't want to take him on in hoops. That's for sure. Uh, you were busy during the pandemic, uh, Digstown. Uh, plus, you did a series with Adrian Brody. Um, mm -hmm. 
how did you find so much work when everybody else wasn't working? <laughs> wow. You know, it was crazy. I, I, uh, I've reflected on the last couple of years and I just think, wow, this is, um, um, it's just, as I said, you know, sometimes it just happens. They call and you go, okay, I'm, I'm going to go and we'll all put our masks on hope for the best. And, uh, and really, and you know, working with with that caliber of actor again, Adrian, and and to work with Alan and these people on these projects, I just really feel I really feel blessed. It's been a it's been a crazy couple of years for everyone, but um, I think um, I think Chapelweight at the time was if it wasn't the first, it was one of the first series to start shooting under those conditions and under really uh, severe lockdown. It was pre vaccines, pre pre all that stuff. So we just we just crossed our fingers and went and uh you know again working with that team was 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 fabulous we were and i was able to i was I, we shot that not not too far from my house so it was great i was actually able to go home and go to sleep in my bed which was which was another big bonus working on a series like that and being being, being able to be be, uh, be home with my family but um yeah it's i i i'm just uh Lucky, I guess. You're just in the right place at the right time and have the right prep. Which do you find harder to audition for, a recurring guest star or a series regular? You know, I think when I'm presented with some material, I I don't try to I try not to think about it in those terms because you can lock yourself up thinking, okay, well, you're you're trying to give them something, okay, that that that's. If you just hit the, you do the writing, you, you look at the writing and you look at what you would, uh, um, that character would, would uh, do in that situation. I think it, um, I think it really comes down to, I guess the process is, is, is more, you know, it's more uh, arduous, I guess, when, when, they're, when they're looking for a series regular, but that's out of my hands. Uh, uh, a friend of mine, Michael Riley, used to say, we're, we're, we're chair makers. We go in, we make our chair, we show them the chair. If they want to buy the chair, then they buy the chair. If they don't want the chair, they get another chair. So it's it's like, uh, and that's the way you have to look at it. I think it's a matter of uh, um, we're all just uh, trying to do our craft, and you know the, those decisions are out of out of our hands. And, and luckily, I've been on the on the right side of a few of them. On that right side of them, how do you maintain a character that's reoccurring and may not show up every single week? That, that's 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 interesting to see what. Uh, because actually in Reacher was one of those situations where you, you come in and you kind of make a, uh, the way that the way that the, the, the character is, uh, plays through the, through the structure of the piece. Uh, I get introduced early, but then it's kind of, you know, he's in the background, he's doing his thing and going around, but you don't really see, you don't really see too much of him. And, and then and, and, you know, toward the end of the series, there's, 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 uh, it, it picks up. So, uh, for me, I, I think it's just trying to have that mindset where you, uh, you, they stay with you all day. I mean, that, that, that the characters will stay with you all the time. And um, um, to me, I, I never really stop working when I'm on a series or something like that. I just, it, it's always sort of somewhere in, in the back of your mind, what you're, what you're doing. Um, so it, it, it uh, but it does it, it does kind of feel weird sometimes you get there after about 13 days you know 13 days off and you go ah, how do i talk what's uh, what's going on here how do i operate this gun what's happening and uh but you know it's it, we got such a great team around us as you know reacher was amazing but just the the crew and it just it felt like you just plug right in every day come in and you know we would uh you'd say hi to the, the hi to the gang and we got sprung from our apartment during covid it was like great oh we're gonna go to work so uh that was fun well you've done about 60 uh, movies and tv shows 
what has been your favorite that you've worked on? You know, I I would have to, I always say the last one. I always say the last one I've done because it's just, it's always, uh, it's always fun to do, do new stuff. And with, uh, with Reacher, it was great to be part of that kind of, um, um, uh, part of that it's not a machine but that part of that kind of that property where you you go in and it's such a there's so much riding on it there's so much there and there's so much um hope for it and and uh uh, it was really gratifying to to just see that they got picked up uh, in, almost immediately as soon as as soon as the as soon as the public saw the series and saw Alan in that role, um, you know it was uh, it was a it was a gimme. So um, I, I'm really happy to be a part of it. And and working on Chapelweight was was really good too because it, again I got to work with Adrian and and uh, uh, you you learn so much from these guys. I mean you learn so much from people who who who've done it a long time and. Um, you know, both Alan and, and, and uh, Adrian have done it at a high level for, for, for a long time. Um, and, you know, there was just so many, there's so many good people in both those series. I think that they really, um, uh, you know, I hope my game got better during those, uh, uh, both those, both those runs. So I would say Chapawade and, and, uh, and Reacher are, are, are two highlights for sure. You're originally from Canada, correct? Mm -hmm. That's right. So, but you've crossed over the border and done some stuff here in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What advice would you give somebody starting out the business that is from another country on preparing themselves, what they need to do to be able to get the O-1 visa, uh, to be able to come and work in, in a country? Because I get that question every single day from, from actors. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually fortunate in that I was born in, in New York, uh, in New York State, and we emigrated to, to Canada when I was a kid. Um, so I have, I have no problem going back and forth across the border, but I think I think with, um, I think as young actor, the, the the preparation I think really is a lot about. It's just about, uh, especially from our country, you can't say a boot, you can't say any of those. You can't say, you have to get your accent under control. No, it, it, it no, it, it, it's really about. It is a business after all, and 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 it, it's to treat it like that. To really invest in yourself and try to, uh, uh, you know, if you. Um, if you need, if you need to be, you know, training, or if you need, or you need, need that, that sort of stuff, is uh, to, to do that early and to do that often because it's. Uh, I think it really makes a difference. Um, for, for for me, uh, for for me, I follow kind of a different path to it because I, I I'm I'm not uh, theater school trained and and uh, but I um I come from a theater background. I I basically dragged myself up, kicking and screaming through uh, through all the theater. Uh, um, ranks and uh i think that really helped me um and really continues to help me but uh as far as the business i you have to kind of i mean you have to kind of know when the time is right i think it's 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 always it's always um it's always great to have someone want you to come. You know, it's always what you're great to want. You know, when somebody, if someone sees work and says, you know, it's a tough one, you know, to get down and just start start from the ground up and start uh, um, uh, banging around for work because uh, there's a lot of talented people out there and there's a lot of, but the thing is the belief in yourself. That's what keeps you going. And, and uh, you know, we, we all have those lean times. We all have those times where no one's going to hire us no matter what. So, uh, you know, you have to be ready for that stuff and, and it, let it slide off you. If you could give yourself advice at 12 years old on your acting career, what would you tell yourself? Uh, be taller. I think get taller. Uh, be more handsome. I think that's uh, it's probably <laughs> those are two good ones. No, I wonder, I guess reading. 
reading, be a be a reader of of scripts, of plays, of of literature, of um, popular mechanics, uh, just stuff that you can. Because reading, I think, to me, it really does. Uh, my mom was a, was a great reader and taught us to read and 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 instilled that in us when we were kids, and I, it's helped me a lot. You know, it's helped me a lot just to have that frame of reference from all kinds of different things. And um, uh, you don't have to be uh, intellectual to act, but it does help to be well-read. It does help to, to um, and if that's not your strong point, there's, there's, you know, there's all kinds of other things to do, but I, I think that's that's something that really helped me is, is to be, because when you're a good reader, you can look at a script and say, okay, this is this, and this is this, I understand this, and that that's kind of where that lies. And um, so it, it uh, it certainly is. It certainly helps. It certainly helped me, and I, I, um, I think that's probably. I would have read more when I was twelve years old. I was out running around, punching people, and doing all that stuff with you when you're twelve. Yeah, the knowledge is is the key to it, and and I I express to actors all the time that you can't just think acting twenty four hours a day. You have to experience real life things out there and know about them. Uh, otherwise, yeah. you, you walk into a casting office and you say. Uh, and they ask you, what have you been up to? Oh, I've been acting. It's like, uh, no kidding. That's why you're in my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> so, no, it's, it's, yeah. And it's fun, you know, I, I met, you know, to, to meet people who've done other stuff uh, and, and done like, uh, I, you know, I, it, it was interesting to to to. It's interesting to see what what other what people do in their downtime, you know, and 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 then their off time, like because we all have off time as actors, and and I think there's sometimes we have more than we want, and uh, but to, just to to stay busy with other things, you know, stay busy with with uh, whatever whatever makes you whatever makes you happy, you know, whatever makes you kind of engaged. Uh, it, it's it's great because it's. It, it makes you realize there's not there's more to this world than than uh, my career and uh, and uh, this acting thing in general, which is you know it's the arts are important to me, and um, you know I think they're important, but there's other things too, and so it's it's always it's always nice to keep that in mind. Uh, do, you, do you have any plans to move into directing or producing? You know, I did a little bit of directing when I was uh, oh boy, that was a couple jeepers, that's yeah, that's like. 20 years ago now uh and it was a little show called a guy and a girl i was doing uh, a little uh, fuck. it's so horrible because i'm not I'm the, I'm the least funny guy in the world but i was directing these these two wonderful actors uh and uh in this little comedy series and uh i loved it i loved it it, it was it's not something that i kind of stay up at night thinking oh i gotta direct again i gotta do this but it, i did enjoy it and i think it again it really helped me as as far as uh uh in acting because you understand okay well, that's why those directors are such a pain in the ass because it's like, oh yeah, he wants me to do this so he can edit this. Oh, I get it now. So it's uh, it was interesting. It was interesting to see the be on that side of it. It was very nice, very nice. So, do you have any other projects that are coming out that we can also be on the lookout for? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just ready to start shooting a, a thing called um, Dancing on the Elephant. So it's a it's a little movie here. It's actually based. Uh, it's based on a stage play that was that was actually uh, um, um, it's about a, a a woman who's basically dumped off at a, a retirement home against her will by her son, and guess who plays her son? Ah, it would be me. So I'm uh, I kind of uh, pop in there and dump <laughs> dump my poor mom off at a 
at the old folks home and just uh, say see you later honey but uh that's uh that, that's my next thing we're coming up uh we're coming up on that uh next month so um we're shooting that we're shooting that here in nova scotia actually so uh, uh that, that'll be fun again to be home sleeping in my own bed and uh being mean to my mom on camera <laughs> uh where can people find you on social media uh, I'm not a social media guy. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of slack. I'm, I'm a little bit, I lay, I lay low until I have something going on. So I'm kind of a, a luddite in that way. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm on, uh, you know, Chapel Week's still, still uh, up and going on on Epic. So if you want to see what we did on that, so and obviously Reachers around the. Reacher is everywhere. So uh, that's where to see me. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you being here today, Hugh, and I wish you the best of luck in this coming year. And I no, uh, can't wait to see you on Reacher. All right. Thanks, Steve.